0: Hello, my dirty, filthy, whorebags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, and we're back, honey. It's been a while since we did a tea time episode, but sweetie, per request, you know the queen always has to deliver, okay? I'm over here sipping my tea in my cup. My cup is so cute. I got this cup from Ross, and it says, and that's the tea, because, you know, it's tea time, and that's the tea. Um, I also have my yogi tea that has, like, different messages uh per tea bag uh so let's read today's message oh give love get love straight to the point yes love the energy already love the energy already but for today's tea time honey we're just gonna jump right into it so the first topic on queen's table tea time for today is about mulatto okay So if you guys already haven't already heard, Mulatto is thinking about possibly changing her name. Due to the controversy surrounding her name, uh, she's actually hinting that it's possibly um, about to be changed. Uh, She didn't really go into much details, but during an interview with Hip Hop DX, Mulatto hinted at the the possibility of changing her controversial stage name from Mulatto to her alternative nickname, Big Lotto. Uh, She stated that she can't state too much because we're working on something right now, but she would be lying if she says that it's not taken into consideration. Me personally, um, I honestly never saw her name as controversial only because Mulatto is basically a slur um, for being mixed, which she is. So I felt like by her having Mulatto, it's kind of her taking back control and ownership of the name itself. Um, however, I do prefer her stage name as being Big Lauder. I think that has more of an appealing, uh, just based off of her style of music. And I mean, Bitch From The South gave me all the life that I needed and then some, and then Bitch From The South remix, you feel me, gave me all that I needed and then some. And then, you know, her, uh, remix with. Gucci Man, you know, she's she's Big Lotto. Like, I feel like that is definitely a better name for her. And I mean, with Big Lotto, she can still push her narrative the same exact way, even with it not being Mulatto. But I feel like whatever she does end up deciding to do with her stage name, she is definitely set on to doing big and amazing things. Because like I said, her songs give me life, okay? Her songs definitely give me big, like... Big Lotto vibes, you feel me? But at the end of the day, she's going to always get her coins. She's going to do what she needs to do at the end of the day. And I can't do nothing but love and appreciate that. If he that's it. All right. So we're just going to jump right into the next topic on Queen's Table Tea Time episode today. We're going to talk about Ari versus her makeup artist after her makeup artist gets booked and busy, honey. Okay. So um, Ari um, did put out a series of tweets. After her makeup artist, Miss Olivia Songs, uh, posted that she just got officially casted for as the glam team for T.I. and Tiny's Family Hustle. And she was so excited about it. You know, the people that love and support her were so excited about it, and everything else was good to go. Until, of course, Ari posted a series of tweets. The first tweet that she posted. She stated that I'm paying my next MUA 150k a year and keeping him or her all to myself. LOL. She then stated, once everybody is on it, them, then I'm off of it. On to the next. Watch them follow. I know my power. So of course, with Instagram, Twitter, all of the social media, of course it got back to Miss Olivia Song. She also wrote it on her Instagram. I don't get paid shit. I do the paying. A 100K that I paid six figures and that's on my son because I'm a team player. I break real bread and do real favors. Nobody did nothing for me off the strength that I had to work for myself. But yet I still won't tolerate slander about someone that I ever cared about. Everyone has bad days. I hate to say anything, but my hands was forced. It's all love. Maybe this will blow over. Maybe not. She then also posted a picture of her with money honey and stated but yeah anyways I got a migraine off this shit everyone around me knows I hate internet trolls and to have my business on blast I'm in a new city now everyone will know me for the wrong reason so salty but blessed still of course nothing goes unnoticed when it comes to miss motherfucking Ari so she had her last say so that she needed to say she stated, "Olivia, I know you might be feeling yourself right now. This is all pretty new to you. Don't let these people gas you. I promise you, even with I promise you this is this is not what you want. You don't want to do this with all your heart. Please don't ever in your life say shit about you breaking no bread when I brought you the fucking table, plate, fork and knives. Be grateful." Chow. Chow, 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 chow. Okay. Chow, 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 chow. I love me some Ari, you feel me? She gives me life, you know, she's a beautiful black woman, you know, she's doing her thing or whatever the case is, but I just feel like at the end of the day, if those feelings, if those gestures, if those things that you are naming that you've done for her, like the table, the fork, the spoons, the knife, everything, if all of those things were done in a genuine place, in a genuine matter, you wouldn't feel the need to throw it back in her face you wouldn't tell her to basically sit down, simmer down, be humble, because that's not a humble. In order for you to be blessed, you got to be a blessing, but you don't bless people just so that when they start building momentum and they start, quote, unquote, getting put on, you throw it back in their face as if, like, bitch, I made you. Because at the end of the day, what's for you could never surpass you. So when people say, when people try to say, Oh, I made you who you were, or you were nobody before you met me. Like, that's not, that's not necessarily true because at the end of the day, people come and go, but what's for you will never surpass you. And I just feel like, and it's not just with Ari, I just feel like in general, people like to see you do well as long as you're doing well with them. Once you're no longer doing well with them, it's like, oh, but remember where you started. Remember who was there for you. Remember, 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 remember. But if it was coming from a genuine place, then why can't you just sit back and just be happy for me? It wasn't as if Olivia said that she would not no longer be able to do your makeup. It wasn't as if, you know she's just like fuck you Ari I don't give a fuck about you bitch I'm on to bigger and better things she was just excited about her blessings as anybody else should be excited about their blessings I don't understand why people feel the need to just take ownership on people's lives like just because I started with you don't mean that the path that is destined for me involves you still being here and that's okay it's there's no shade there's no tea but honey you doing too much and it's not just her it's just it's a group of them like MUAs be doing that hairdressers be doing that, clients be doing that. It's just like you're not bounded or binded to anyone unless, of course, there's a contract involved. But even still, life happens. Blessings come and go. And sometimes these opportunities that present itself into people's lives don't double back twice. And I wouldn't be a genuine person if I'm going to fault you for seeking better for yourself. I'm not going to fault you for seeking more. Bitch, what's 150K that you're offering a year if I could get triple that and doing less work and not having to be in multiple places at once? Having a set ground spot for me and my child so I don't have to be all the way everywhere bitch I could relocate to Atlanta and chill with my son when I'm done being on set like people people are just so selfish and so self-centered without even knowing and sometimes they do know and they still act oblivious of course but this is for the people that just genuinely don't see just how fucked up their mindset are like you can't sit here and expect someone to just still be up under you you can't just expect somebody to still just want to be and the bubble that you created for them instead of flying and spreading their wings. And I just feel like anybody who genuinely cannot be happy for you with you doing all, doing better and being booked and busy was never for you to begin with. And I stand ten toes down on that. It, that's motherfucking it. You feel me? If things were done genuinely out of love and being genuine, there wouldn't be a discussion that was needed. You know, allow people to give their shine even if you brought them to the table or even if you brought something to the table to keep them there, you know what I'm saying, so that's just my point, like I said, there's no hard feelings on either parties, it's not like I'm sitting here to bash anybody, I'm just stating what is stated, okay, If that's it, so the next topic on Tea Time with Queen S, of course, we're gonna have to talk about the owner of Dallas Restaurant, True Kitchen and Cocktail, circulated video, baby, about Um, confronting customers about twerking in his establishment. So if you guys didn't already know, um, he definitely went the fuck off, um, when it came to twerking, basically posted a, well, not him, but someone basically posted a video of him online cursing out his customers for twerking. In this video, he, I ain't even gonna lie to y'all, he goes the fuck off, okay? He went... He went off. He he went off. Okay. So I'm just going to play the clip for y'all so y'all can listen to it. And then we'll go from there. So listen. Of course, after the video itself circulated around, he, of course, had to issue his statement and his two cents. On their official Instagram page, uh, he posted a series of videos showcased that he went to the table numerous times prior to the incident. He also stated, in response to the numerous comments and postings on social media, I will share a bit of detail associated with our guests twerking and being asked to stop being addressed and asked to leave True Kitchen and Cocktails. While I would like to apologize to the patron who uh, offended by my poor choice of wording, I think this full story and bit of video may help you understand the final straw with guests addressed and asked to leave. When the first incident occurred, the guests were politely asked to be stopped and have respect for themselves and other customers. The guests were at three separate tables. As the video shows you, you will see the guests spoken to politely and literally begged to stop standing on our furniture and twerking. There are other videos that show much more of the behavior in the following videos, but we do not want to embarrass the guests sitting at those tables. Later in another video shows, a customer stood on the seat, placed her hands against the glass window, and began to twerk. My immediate reaction was that this woman could fall through this window and we could be target of a lawsuit if she was injured. My second reaction was, enough is enough. After already addressing this behavior twice, these customers no longer deserve the courtesy of my kindness. I expressed in the earlier encounters as to as it was met with disrespect and intentionally ignored. This is why they were told to leave. We hope these additional videos will give you a bit more insight into what led to the guests being uh, the guests being, demolished, but we understand that we cannot please everyone. As usual, 90 per- 97% of our guests yesterday were fantastic, and this is an indictment to the very few who don't respect our restaurants. However, we reserve the right to address guests who we believe fall below the standards of the concept we created. True Kitchen and Cocktails is a concept created with many months of planning and much more to ensure that it's concept Dallas will love. Today, our plan has worked well, and we are thankful for our guests. So I watched the videos, and, and I did see him um, going to the table several times, asking politely, and etc cetera, et cetera, et cetera. My biggest thing with everything is, number one, um, I checked out his website. I checked out, not his website, his Instagram. I checked out his Instagram. I checked out the the posts that people have been sharing, you know, through Twitter and stuff like that. Number one, you serve drinks in old Dusset glasses, Hennessy glasses, Patron glasses. So I'm pretty sure the alcohol content is up there. That's number one. Number two... Um, apparently that particular day they were backed up in the kitchen. So they were giving out drinks. They were giving out drinks to the patron and stuff like that. Number three, you have a DJ playing, twerking, like music, jive, like music, club, like music. And I just personally, I understand about, you know, the furniture stuff. I get it. However, culturally us as black people, Music speaks to us differently. Music is our way of communicating. Music is our way of having fun. Music is us. Certain music holds a lot more substance and a lot more will take and power than other music. If the atmosphere that you were trying to present in your um, establishment to be a classy, upscale, black environment, quote-unquote, because that's that's what you're trying to say. You're trying to say that you're not trying to have it ratchet. Because i also seen, like, their dress code policy. The dress code policy says no do-rags, no slides, not even the fur ones. And he did, quote, not even the fur ones, which is very childish. Um, no bodysuits. Um, no jerseys. Like, it it's extra, extra, extra read all about it. If that is the tone and that's the language that you're trying to uphold in your establishment, then you need to not have a DJ. You need to not have a DJ. You need to create a playlist where you're playing old school, you know, 80s and 70s and 90s R&B music that, still gives the culture appreciation that you're seeking without the twerking. But you cannot expect to play juvenile, bat that ass up, and then people are just going to be sitting in their chair. You can't expect that. That's not realistically speaking. Because you know that if somebody listens to juvenile, bat that ass up, while they're driving in their car, bitch, I'm twerking. I'm twerking while I'm driving. If I'm at a bus stop and I hear Juvenile bat that ass up and I'm with my girls, we're twerking. We're shaking our asses. Why? Because that's for the culture. Music speaks to us differently. You have a DJ. You're providing alcohol and motherfucking reusable damn alcohol containers. You feel me? Liquor containers. You feel me? You're creating the atmosphere where I could be my best self. I could twerk. I could live it up. I could enjoy myself because I'm around my people. And for you to say that's not the type of environment that you want in your establishment, you have that right. You absolutely have that right, but you need to change the tone and language that you said. Because the tone and language that you say, it's like, I could be my best self. I could be my best self, drunk, lit as fuck, having a good time with my girls, which is dancing. I know when I go out and I'm having a good time, I'm shaking my ass until I can't shake my ass no more. Okay, ass up, face down, the whole entire night, me and my girls. So what do you expect if that's the tone that you're setting in your restaurant? Number one, okay. Number one, number uno. It's it's that's that's on you. And and there was a couple of comments, you know, of course that he, he they they also I don't want to say he because I don't know if that's him actually you know, navigating the the Instagram. But there was a couple of comments that were just like, you know, very gaslighting, very like, just dismissive, very like, well, I don't need your money, like, just very arrogant. And I just feel like, as a whole, we as a culture need to do better with understanding that it's okay for us to be black. It's okay for us to Enjoy ourselves. It's okay for us to want to shake our asses and twerk without feeling shamed, without feeling guilty, without feeling like, oh, I don't respect myself as a woman because I want to shake my ass. When these EDM parties be going off and they be tripping off of acid and they be doing this and they be doing that and be having orgies and sex fests and shit like that, you don't see the other white people like, oh, Oh, look at them. Oh, they're beneath us and this and that. But no, they're like, oh, they're having a good time. And they keep it pushing. But when black men, especially when black men see black women twerking and shaking their asses and, and, and having a good time, we automatically don't respect ourselves. And it's just like, that's just so fucking backwards. Because if you look at old paintings, we've been shaking our asses since back then. Oh, paintings see, you, you see the groove, the flow and the jazz and all the. The only difference is, of course, you know, with time, the style of j- dancing has changed and stuff like that and twerking is like front and center. But what is the problem? Like, what is the problem with black women having fun and enjoying themselves? It's like every single time black women try to enjoy themselves and twerk, oh, you don't respect yourself. Granted, the whole standing on the window, I get it. I get it. I do. I get it. I do. I do. I understand completely. Then don't play that type of music. Don't play that type of music in your establishment. Play family reunion type of fucking music. What's what's that song that they play at every uh, cookout? Um, you know, play those type of music if that's the type of environment that you want. If you want to do it for the culture, then do it for the culture the way that you want to through and through. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't have a DJ playing twerking music and expect people to just sit around with alcohol and food and not want to dance up and shake their ass. You know, like, it's just, it's just, it's just backwards to me. And I just feel like, especially when people try to question a woman's level of respect for herself based off of how how much fun she has, it's like, y'all don't do that for nobody else. Y'all don't question anybody else level of excitement, level of, of, of enjoyment, the way that y'all question black women when we enjoy ourselves and it just don't sit right in my spirit. And it will never sit right in my spirit. But to each his own, you know, you are a business owner at the end of the day. This is your shit. This is your establishment. You could do as your your heart's desire. And you're absolutely right. So kudos to you. And and I and I do hope moving forward, you take everything that is being said to you into account. You try to better yourselves and better your delivery because I know for a fact if I'm an establishment and I'm eating minding in my business and Someone tells me, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't need your money. You could you could get the fuck out of my business. Bitch, who who ain't getting up? Bitch, I'm getting the fuck up. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. Okay. I'm getting up and I'm walking the hell out and I'm not looking back and I'm keeping it pushing. Like it's just it's it's just that serious. Like it's literally just that serious. So anyways, on to the next topic on tea time with Queen S. Lastly, you know, I had to save this for last cuz baby this was juicy and this was piping, honey. Okay, so we're going to talk we're, we're going to talk about Summer Rocker versus London versus London baby mamas versus his manager, okay? This is this is just so much, okay? So if you guys already don't already know, unfortunate, well, I wouldn't want to say unfortunately, because it's not unfortunately, because babies are a blessing. But Summer Walker is pregnant, you know, with London's baby. And ever since then, ever since she's been public about her pregnancy, it's just been drama after drama after drama. So long story short, Summer um, has been Uh, putting out a series of tweets these past couple of days that has stated what we already knew that was going to be bound to happen. I'm just going to jump right into it because there's a whole bunch of, whole bunch of posts. So bear with me. Okay. So to start off, this is a couple of her Instagram posts. She stated, everyone is ghetto. I was, it was also ghetto. I tried to get him to spend time with his other kids as much as I could. He ain't want to cause he's selfish. I tried to get his baby mama to let him see the kids. They didn't want to because they were bitter and hated me for no reason. I tried to get everybody to get get the fuck along like one big happy family and instead everyone just shitted on me. And now I have just the shit of the end of the stick cause all these motherfuckers is ghetto. But at least I could afford to take care of my child. But that's how it goes when everybody's spiritually and mentally undeveloped. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Well... I guess I'll just put it all into an album, collect my mil- millions and be on my merry way. Of course, that didn't let off on anybody, including one of London on the tracks baby mama. So, she stated, how the fuck you tried to get with how the fuck you tried to get him to spend time with his kids, but he didn't wanna, but then double back and says his baby mamas are bitter because of you. Summer Walker needs to keep whoever knows that she got on out of other folks' business. It did not stop there. London also added his two sentences to the situation. He stated, I'm not gonna let heightened emotions, continued false narratives and accusations trick me into disrespecting any of the mother of any of my children. I love my kids dearly and currently doing everything in my power legally to ensure that my kids' safety and quality of life, Drama isn't my priority, my children are. Prior to that, Summer also let off a series of tweets and posts on her her fake Instagram page. And when she did that, London said, first of all, control your emotions. (laughs) I hollered in real life, I hollered in real life, I hollered in real freaking life, okay? But it gets worse. So from that situation... Um, London on the tracks manager decided to add his two, two cents into it. He stated, y'all cat holes ain't bout to keep coming at my solid ass nigga to make us look bad. He added one of London's baby mamas. This is a different one. Wait, news break. Aren't you the same person that refused to go see your son unless it's mother's day or your birthday? post a flight ticket. You was just screaming my dog holding your son hostage, but the same day you flew to Miami and Columbia to get your ass done, but you never, ever, ever brought your son nothing, absolutely nothing since he was born. His dad didn't continue to, to provide the best for him. See, London ain't got to speak, but y'all ain't going to keep mine for clout capping assholes. And then he tagged his second BM, which was the BM that responded to Summer. He Then went back to the first BM. He said, you're off work for a month. But you refuse to come see your son, take him to therapy, take him to the park. No, you rather chase after. I ain't going to say his name and get into it with his wife because you was a side chick. I have all the proof in the real receipts. The most trifling mother of all the mothers. What mother only visits their child on Mother's Day for her friends to cap and on August for your birthday? You making money now. Pay for a rental and come see him. What have you ever, ever done for your son? I have all the proof and everything came from London's account that's funny from a woman who don't even have custody of her son by choice that's small to a giant she can send subliminals but we all know the truth so just ignore her she of course stated actions speak louder than words especially when someone has statements written for them let the record be known that based off the facts actions and behavior displayed, nobody is fooled child You thought I was done. Negative. On top of that, honey, London then had a couple of his homeboys to add their two cents into the mix. Of course, free club is always the best. One of his friends posted, my brother London on the track inspired me to be a better father. He stays on my ass about making sure my kids are safe and well taken care of. Don't slatter my brother's name, them kids over and beyond and my family knows that he posted another one from his homeboy that says hey man i'm gonna put you down no question ask no word came out my mouth about my family or any need to help out or even support london on the track was always there even if it w- even if he was a thousand miles away all that running my boy's name through the mud ain't right slime motivated me to go up each and every day <sighs> This tea, let me sip. Let me sip. Ciao. Chow chow chow. This is all I gotta say. Okay. This is this is all I gotta say with this situation. I do remember prior to Summer Walker becoming another baby mama to London. Uh she used to talk cash money shit you feel me? She used to talk cash money shit about being a baby mama. She used to talk cash money shit about child support. She was saying that child support is, is just a a system in place to keep the black man down. Uh, she was talking shit about bitter baby mamas and that all the baby mamas want to do is just sit by the wayside and have a man take care of them because he has money. Uh, she was talking shit about, you know, uh, properly feeding a baby. She said that, A baby can run off of baby food, and that'll be enough to supply for a baby. And the list goes the fuck on. The list goes the fuck on. But guess what, Summer? Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. The universe, God, whomever, you know, your spiritual power lies in didn't give you warning signs, honey. They were billboards. There were plaques, bitch. There were abort, abort mission. Remove yourself. Remove yourself, honey. There was red flags everywhere possible. You mean to tell me this man is in a custody battle with all his baby mamas? He's trying to get full custody of all his kids? And you've been going back and forth with his baby mamas for the whole duration of y'all relationship. You don't see an issue in that? You didn't see the problem in that situation? Huh? It's the lack of accountability for me. Sis, you coulda dead ass just got your album and kept it motherfucking pushing. Sis, you coulda got your album and kept it pushing. What about get the hair, get that bread, and leave? Huh? Sis, you coulda get motherfucking album Get that head, get that bread, and love. Uh, But you didn't. And here we are. It's the lack of accountability for me. That looks like that's the motherfucking golden word of the year. It's the lack of accountability for me. I feel as if we as women, we try to ignore the red flags, the red signs, and then when shit hits the fan, wants to point the finger and blame the motherfucker for where we're at. Honey, it takes two to tango. I recall there was, I think, the first time that you know they went through their, you know, back and forth. She posted, you know, that he called her a bitch, and she is not going to allow no man to disrespect her, and da blah blah, blah blah blah. And it's just like we like to make excuses for what is being shown in front of us. We like to piggyback and tippy-toe over the truth and when she if the fan is like oh but you know this is what I get for investing all this time and energy and effort and this is what I get because I should have known better but you did but you did sweetie sweetie you knew you just thought you could change a man me personally I could never Well, I'm not going to say I could never because God likes to humble you. God likes to make you an example, as we're seeing in Summer Walker's, you know, certain situation because, you know, you thought you knew everything and then some about how to take care of a child. You thought you knew everything and then some how to feed a child. Because first of all, ain't no baby living off of baby food. Ain't no newborn living off of baby food. Okay. When I was taking care of my goddaughter Um, when I would take care of my nephew, when I would come down and visit, like when I would take care of my siblings, when they were still younger, they eat round the motherfucking clock. They eat round the clock. If you're breastfeeding, they eat round the clock formula. You get a little, you get a little bit more sleep in there and stuff like that. But still, it's still round the clock. Like you're in for a rude awakening summer. And all of this could have been prevented if you paid attention to the signs, the signs were there, the signs were as big as motherfucking billboards, bitch, the sign was motherfucking there, and I understand that you, you, you know, you think you have it all figured out, you think, you know, your life is already set in stone for you, you ain't got shit to worry about, but one thing about you Nate for show, the universe is motherfucking funny, the universe is a fucking comedian, okay, I'm not wishing bad upon nobody. I pray for a successful pregnancy. I pray that she's you know she keeps herself from being stressed. I pray that she do her due diligence and do as much research as possible because she needs all the research that she needs. honey, okay, but I wouldn't be my truest authentic self if I didn't say like women, we need to do better. we need to do better and it's not just in some worker situation you got. Summer Walker situation, you got Future and his baby mamas. You even got NBA Youngboy. You know, his seventh baby was born today. He had a girl. And then Yaya Mayweather, she's pregnant with the boy. And she's about to be due anytime soon because she just had her baby shower. And NBA Youngboy's not even 25 yet. You feel me? And it's like... We as women, we need to hold ourselves accountable for the shit that we put ourselves through too. Like you can't sit here and continuously just blame men for their behaviors without also taking it into account like y'all women be dumb as fuck over dick. Y'all women be dumb as fuck over money. Y'all choose money over y'all pride. Y'all choose money over y'all dignity. Y'all choose money over y'all comfortability. Y'all choose money over yourselves. And that shit is just fucking sad. That shit is just fucking fucking sad. But... It's the lack of accountability for me. It's the lack of motherfucking accountability. But to each his own, Summer, I I wish you the best. Like I said, I don't wish ill on anybody. I just want women to do better. I want black women to do better. I want black women to hold themselves accountable and know that you could become anybody that you want out of this world before you could become somebody's baby mama. So don't let that be your only hopes and your dreams, your only aspiration. If the red flags are there, bitch, before, the red flags will always be there, okay? You can't change somebody who can't change for themselves first. You cannot change somebody who cannot change for themselves first. And if somebody shows you, bitch, who they are after the first time, you fucking believe them. All right. And if you have not already, check out our past episodes below. Then, bitch, I don't know what the hell you're doing and what you're missing out on. Y'all stay safe. Y'all be blessed. Y'all don't let anybody disturb y'all peace on this good Monday, honey. Don't let nobody disturb your peace. Don't let nobody tell you who you are. You know your value. You know yourself. You know yourself better than anybody else. And until next time, my dirty, filthy whore bags, hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah.